0: G'day everyone and welcome to Aussie Tech Heads episode 605 on the 11th of October 2018. How are you doing? Was it good to see Shane last week in studio? So if you had a a good listen to that one, yeah, it was a a good episode. I'm your host, Glenn Goodman, and welcome to another week. Uh, We are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au. If you want some uh, web hosting glory, go to athwebhosting.com.au and get some web hosting. Nice, economical, SSD drives, secure, and... uh, Fully managed shared services, <laughs> so it's all good. We are also brought to you by startnewcompany.com.au. Register your company fast, easy, and direct with ASIC. All docs provided and docs held in your account for download at any time later on. If you're an accountant or other professional, you are also able to brand all documents with your company name. Wacky do. All right. Uh, what are we doing this week? We've got another week full of uh, stories and a uh, bit of banter and all that. We've got Windows 10 issues. If you've been keeping a close look on the Facebook page, which I hopefully you have because that's where all the, the real important stuff gets done, uh, you'll find some nasty, nasty story from Microsoft uh, about the Windows 10 update. We'll get into that and, uh, and quite a bit more. You can tune us in on the TuneIn Radio app uh, and search for Aussie Tech Radio and uh, it's a wall-to-wall 24-7 podcast, Aussie, Aussie-made podcast. Get us on the Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techheads and YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Techheads. You get us on the Twitter. You can get us everywhere. I can go through it all, but you all know it by now. After 605 episodes, you should. Uh, also the Aussie Max Zone, get well soon Michael, uh, no, uh, no Max Zone this week, there's a bit of sickness down in the zone, so hopefully everything's going alright down there, and my tech Opinion and the Aussie Tech Crypto, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, alright, let's uh, just say day to who we've got this week, it's the usual suspects of crime, first of all is Joe, hey Joe. Hey Glenn, how you
1: going?
0: Good thank you, and uh, Jordan, hey Jordan. How are you mate? Yeah, not too bad. Had, had a bit of a bit of a uh, dodgy week with a bit of, you know, sickness and stuff, but I'm firing on all eight cylinders now. Maybe oh, seven that's and good. a half. good. Yeah. All eight. Yeah, or seven and a half. Still seven got a bit of half. a, you know, a little one of those. Uh, yeah, so through the week, Joe, tell us about the disco. How did it go? Mate, it
1: went really good. Excellent. Um, it set up on uh, afternoon, Saturday afternoon. Yep. And um, music started... Uh, Playing around about eight o'clock and yes. it was really good, it went really well. I think everyone enjoyed themselves.
0: Excellent. And you got all the lights that you got all those working and all that sort of stuff?
1: I, I did get the lights working. I didn't get the wireless part of it going. Right,
0: uh, that's right, like yes. I wanted
1: it to happen. Yeah. But apart from that, they all worked well and everything went went as planned.
0: Right, excellent. Um what and it was an eighty. So those who didn't know, Joe created his or built his own jukebox. And uh, hide out a room and uh, invited some people along. Like, uh, what, randoms were they, Joe? Public, randoms, or friends?
1: No, these were all family and friends.
0: Yeah, and uh, invited them along and put a disco on. How good is that? And uh, at the pub, so you buy your own beers and away you go. Disco uh, magic. Good stuff. Uh, and what have you been doing, Jordan? Anything exciting this week?
2: <sighs> oh, I've been doing all sorts of things. Got oh, so much going on, I can't even remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellence.
2: Um, good. Well, I'll hopefully, um, I got. I got just had mum ringing me from Japan right when you asked me that question. I'm trying to hang up on her.
0: Oh, hey, August, i must
2: What's she doing over there? Oh, she's just on a holiday with a friend, and I've got. And then I'm looking at Facebook, my Facebook page on my browser and it looks like we've jammed up and we're not on Facebook. So I'm checking checking on my phone and it looks like it's still going. So it must just be my browser. All right. Well, I'll let you go away and check that. I'll leave you alone for a minute. Everything seems to be on the go. It just doesn't look like it from (laughs) my end. Yeah. Apart from that, been a busy week. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Uh, All
0: right. So let's uh, kick into some stories and we'll we'll get on to some chit chat in a sec. But we'll start off with this. Yeah, this really important one is the Microsoft Windows 10 issue. Now as we mentioned last week and the previous weeks coming up to it the launch of the Windows 10 1809 version which is the latest version of Windows 10 it was uh you put it on and it started some users were reporting file deletion photo deletion all this sort of stuff document deletion like you I reckon like you talk about you think you've got stress in your life imagine what these microsoft techs would be going through That'd be just mad There'd be so much pressure on them. But anyway, did so you
1: many, did you get many people calling you about that uh, this week? Glenn?
0: No, no, but I have got a, problem that could be that tomorrow (laughs) so i'm gonna go and have a look but uh, so what what was i'll just explain quickly what was going on so the latest edition the upgrade to windows 10 the latest upgrade uh when you put it on your machine uh some people were finding that their yeah their documents and photos were just disappearing that the update would just be wiping them off uh microsoft claims to have taken care of it though uh even though you know it was the the bad version was released in the wild but apparently it's been taken care of uh, it's, rolling, it's rolling out a fixed version to early adopters. So what they've done is they've pulled the 1809 from general release. So they've pulled that. So if you haven't updated, you won't be able to at this minute. And uh, they've put the this release back in the early adopter, uh, adopter schedule. Like, I fail to understand how this could have happened. You know, like, they, they put these through beta testing and the early adopting testing and all this. Like, surely someone would have come across this issue. And, and maybe they did and just couldn't be bothered you know saying something uh maybe microsoft have got a look at look at how they how they do this in the future because this is imagine if you lost photos or oh, that is so bad that is terrible um i did see stories say look if you were one of these people that were affected by this there was a possible fix and you were to ring and get in contact with microsoft and they'd help you out but um well before we get comments from the guys i'll just uh complete i'll just finish up and wrap this up so we got the full picture of what's going on uh yeah, so Microsoft found that the file deletion happened if users had enabled redirection of Windows user data folders. Now, admittedly, that's not something that a lot of people would be doing, uh, you know. So what they're what's saying is that if you said, "Okay, I don't want my user file or my user, user pictures and documents under my user user folder," I want it somewhere else. That's probably where your problems would come from. Uh, so document, uh, yeah. So in The the documents or the files affected would be the files in the folder desktop, downloads, pictures, screenshots, videos, camera roll, and more. Whatever was under uh, C, colon, users, colon, username. Uh, Some users told Microsoft that the previous April 2018 major Windows update created duplicate empty copies of these folders if a redirection was enabled. So they were trying to fix an earlier issue. And that's, what, that's what's happened. Microsoft decided to remove these duplicate folders through code incorporated into the 1809 version, which was the upgrade uh, recent. Unfortunately, some users, uh, this is a guy from Microsoft said, Unfortunately for some users, that change combined with other change to update the construction sequence resulted in the deletion of the original old folder locations and their content, leaving only the new active folder intact. Uh, Microsoft also identified another file deletion scenario involving redirection of known folders to OneDrive storage where contents of the original default directory were erased if they weren't moved. They got problems. Furthermore, an early buggy version of the OneDrive client was autosaved, turned on, didn't move files in the user's document pictures folders from the old location to the new one. So, trouble (laughs) abound. But it's a pretty, pretty bad Error, a bad bug extremely bad bug and it, it, it's um yeah it's it's very very bad very very bad um what do you guys, what do you think of this one Joe it's uh make you turn to mac would it
1: no <laughs> if you like that won't make me turn to mac
0: <laughs> no maybe if you' maybe if you' lost all your nineteen uh nineteen eighty two disco videos <laughs> you <laughs> might uh, but- even
1: then, they won't make me turn a Mac.
0: <laughs> no, it probably wouldn't make me either. But, the, yeah, so um, I don't know. Have you? Did you update to the latest version? Did you do Actually, it? Actually,
1: I saw the update come up on my screen. And um, in, in light of what was going on, I didn't update it. Uh, I just put my – you're meant to restart your computer for the update, so I didn't restart it. I just put, the, put it to sleep. Right. So that way, it, when I wake up the next morning with a bit of hope, they
0: would have had a fix, and that way, it wouldn't update. Yeah, so like by, by the sounds of it, like yeah, it did only affect people that you know stood on their head and put their left finger out, uh, you know, change the user pre- user files, etc., cetera, etc. But still, still bad. It uh, wasn't a
2: wide release.
0: That wasn't a wide release.
2: No, it was only done to a small minority. All oh, right, I got it. I did the update. Oh, did you? But yeah. I don't know whether I read the article I read. Look, I only read it while I was cooking dinner tonight. I only, didn't even know anything about it. Hmm. Um, but from what I read, just sort of briefly going over it, it, was, um, only, it wasn't quite out there to everybody. It was only for a small minority.
1: Yeah, right. I, I got the update. And like I said, I just rather than reboot the computer or turn it off, I just put my computer to sleep. And that's always a good idea if you don't want to, you know, if you, if you don't want to be forced to upgrade right then and there. Put your computer to sleep and um, wait for it to to generate a um, uh, a new update, which is not 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 uh, corrupt or anything like
0: that. Because mm. the other important thing is, uh, like, and this is what I did. So because I updated, I had no issues, and uh, I didn't, and because I don't keep my documents anyway on the computer that I use, so that's fine. Uh, but you know, being what I do, I, I went and downloaded and co- and burnt burnt to my discs, uh, burnt to discs, the uh, the updates from the Microsoft, you know, creation tool or whatever it is. Um, but so if you've already done that, you've got to chuck them out. They're no good because that's, that's got, they've got a bad version on it, so I don't use them. So I'll just chuck mine out tonight. It was
2: version 18.09. 09, yep. Yeah, so I'm still on 18.03, so it isn't updated.
0: No. So,
2: um, no but only... I thought it, from what I read, yeah, it was only, a, it, it, they got it, they, they said they caught it before they actually put it right out there would have been disastrous
0: well it's disastrous enough if you're one of those Mm. one of those people that lost something but apparently there was there was some sort of fix uh i think you know like with any deletion if you if you find that something's deleted or you accidentally delete something you just pretty much stop everything straight away and that's the best chance you've got of trying to get it back because uh, the way that these de- the deletion works in the, in the file system is that it doesn't actually get scrubbed. If you go delete a file, it doesn't actually get scrubbed from the hard drive. Like, it doesn't actually get deleted. It just gets deleted out of the index so the computer knows that, oh, okay, that part of, that part of the drive over there, I can write to that. So when it actually gets around to writing to it, it's, it's, it's right, it, it, it actually writes over, say, your file, so it doesn't actually go in and go, ah, remove and zero out those little sectors. Uh, it just, in the index, this goes, uh, that's it. Uh, that that space is free. I'm ready to write over that file. And that's the thing. If you then write over that file, if you keep working for three weeks and you uh, you know your hard drive writes over that file, that's when you've got a problem. Mm. Yeah.
2: Um, but so, so that's what that's how you, that's how you get poor, the uh, Poor Alan work. Burton there, he said he installed 1809 on Facebook and lost his download directory. Oh no! Uh, well, well, that's probably the best <laughs> no, one to there's lose. There's nothing good in there. No recent downloads that you've lost. <laughs> yeah. you uh,
0: download them again. Yeah, that's probably the best one to lose. So, um, so I wonder, uh, Alan, did you have a? Did you did you rename your user folder? Is this? Did you do all this? Or he are, said you... he just
2: lost his download folder on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, that's could... lucky. That's lucky. It's only the download folder. Mm, yeah. There nice. goes out of Adobe Acrobat you know update or what is it java update what a shame you have to go and re-download it oh yeah the itunes (laughs) the itunes (laughs) update yeah
0: yeah so uh yeah keep an eye out for that and uh no he didn't he didn't lose his user folder he said right well where's his download folder have you got a you must have an uh, outside the user folder downloads folder well downloads folders inside the user folder but Mm. are
1: you saying the download directory not the actual download folder
0: Ah, oh, the download directory from the browser probably, which might be something else. Yeah, right. Well, I've got a download. I don't download into a user download directory. I've got a directory uh, just called junk. So I've called and it on your desktop. No, it's, it's in drive C, but I don't put it on my. No, de- it's not
2: on your desktop, so it's not in your user directory.
0: No, no. no well, true. That's right. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> but I don't put stuff on my desktop because. Oh, I don't know. It used to be said that if the more you put on the desktop, it's all in RAM. I don't know if that's actually true. I think it might just be. You know what
2: bothers me is, though, every time I create a junk folder or, you know, a, a, a current working folder of all the stuff I'm working on, yeah. I end up after a while, it gets so full, I create another folder inside that that says new folder. <laughs> well,
1: well the I start only- filling up
2: that one, and now I've got all these directories that go from directory down directory down directory. in oh the subdirectories of just junk, more junk, and more yeah. junk, junk. And well, you've
1: got duplicates and duplicates. And duplicates, duplicates of the you never get on top
2: of anything. Yeah. Well, so i just I've got, got that many iTunes, you know, updates in every folder.
0: <laughs> well, I just got the the, brow- the browser will download into automatically if I don't redirect it into it the user's downloads. But the I, I create the junk folder just off C. Because I know that whatever I put in there, I will not want again. And then when it gets full, I just delete it. I have no problem. I don't have to sit there going through everything, going, oh, do I need that? Do I need that? Do I need that? Because I know at the time, I've made it in my mind that whatever I put in there, I know if I lose it, I don't care. I'll get it. No, it away. doesn't matter.
2: The important stuff's being filed away. That's the, the main That's key, right. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I have my stuff backed up. My desk, Even my desktop, everything, my whole user account is backed up nightly to, yep. a, to a NAS, so...
0: Yeah, well, now that I'm using the iDrive, I've backed up the system state to the iDrive. Uh, And that, you know, because I I normally don't back up my system state, uh, but I I thought, well, why not? It was an option in iDrive, so I did. Because, you know, if you have a crash or you have to put another hard drive in, geez, I don't know about you guys, but it would take me most of the day to 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 reload everything. So when it
2: takes a system state, it just takes an image, doesn't it? So that doesn't mean that it's like a snap. A snapshot, is it all? Well, it'd be like an image of the... Yeah, because yeah. they can be difficult to restore some of those snapshots,
0: I reckon. Oh, it depends, I guess, what software you yeah. use. If you're going to restore it with the same software that you use to create it, you should be pretty right, I think. Yeah. But yeah, there's good software around um, yep. these days to do all that. Mm. Yeah, so that's the Windows 10 debacle. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy, well, crazy. news
2: to me. Well, lucky you didn't update. I mean, like I said, I've been flat out this week. I had uh, Paul, one of our other guys that's been on the show this once before, texting me all week, asking me about my son's Xiaomi. Oh, right. to review some things on it. Is that in the wild? I haven't, that... I haven't had two minutes to even look at it. I've just been flat out. Has that been released to the wild yet, the Xiaomi? Yeah, last week. We gave it to him a couple of days early. It oh, his right. His birthday it was on Tuesday, yeah. and it was back to school, so we let him have his birthday. And how Sunday. you been finding it? he loves it he mm-hmm. thinks it's the best thing ever he no, tells everyone that it's better than apple oh they are but i think he's, think he's funny he said he had a friend at school said if that's a samsung i'm gonna smash it out of your hand he said it's not a samsung it's xiaomi <laughs> xiaomi well yeah <laughs> and um, he goes boy what's wrong with samsung he goes because those ones explode that's My, right in your faces I mean, only one model exploded <laughs>
0: so I know I was talking to Paul also because I I identified a problem with mine and that was uh, with the hotspot. It didn't hotspot. Yeah,
2: that's what I've just been, that's where my hour this evening's been wasted trying to rush to get onto the show to get that, to diagnose that. Oh, so what, so it didn't hotspot properly? It didn't, no, it hotspots, it connects, it just doesn't share the internet. Yes, well did you figure out how to fix it? There is a fix for it, but yes. you have to root your device to do it.
0: No, I found and
2: that's a pain. That's a pain in the butt. You I don't found the fix root your device, but there's another workaround. I found an app called um, No PDA. Uh, uh, what was it? PDA PDA Net. And it's on my phone. No,
0: I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you. There's a little one, little bit of uh, PDA
2: Net. That's it. You put PDA Net on your phone. And then you put PDA, and then you download PD, PDAnet on your computer or your other phone or wherever it is that you want to share to, and you just connect them like a hotspot, but just not using the built-in oh. hotspot software. So
0: what model was that one, the MA2?
2: The MA2, the, the Mi A2, Mi a, right. Mi.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's pretty disappointing that the,
2: this problem's gone through both models. Yeah, uh, and I looked up Belong, and they – Don't prevent it some people are saying that they've put you know a different service providers sim card in and it's worked and it hasn't worked with others
0: no look oh i'm just trying to find my fix i did to mine if i can't find it straight away you had
2: to root your device is what i found df i think df tethering fix or something on the app store you could download the df tethering fix app which would fix it but yeah there was two options there's ones to root it and 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 that'll get in and change the command line by a command line. You can fix it properly, or if you don't want to root it, you can just use some other apps. And I think for about eight bucks, the PDA Net one is if you when you buy it. Otherwise, you get interruptions while you're tethering. You can tether it for free, but then I think it'll probably turn off every so often, and you got to restart it. Look, I can't can pay eight bucks and
0: buy it. I can't find the link uh, or the info that I sent. To Paul, but anyway, what it was? There's a, there's an APN setting in the mobile settings, in the mobile network settings. It's called an APN setting. If you Google APN uh fix for hotspot, you'll probably find it. And all you got to do is just punch in a couple of couple of words into this APN setting, and uh, bingo, all works fine APN. now. APN, yes, a a Apple Pear nougat. <laughs> you'll be right. But, uh, I was going to
1: say, isn't that something that at one stage you had to have the service provider activate on on their end for you, to be able to? No, no, they pretty much all do it now. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. well, that's yeah. right, that's right, Joe. I rang because so I'm with the Aldi and I rang him, and they said, "We're not blocking it. It's your, it's your phone." And I went, yeah, "Okay, then." And then I just kept looking and looking and looking, and it was an APN, and that's what it was. That was a problem. So um, that's the fix, though. You don't have to root it or anything. So I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up, Jordan. With the with the right with the good stuff, okay. So you can uh, figure that one out.
2: Yeah, well, well, I, I like I said, I had about half an hour rushing to get to here to the um, podcast and didn't get a chance. So I'm sorry, Paul, if you're listening, that I didn't get a chance to get that going.
0: Hmm. But, uh, but I
2: did get. Um, I did get. Hang on, I've got a got it. But I've got an. Ad. You know, when you get an ad going in your browser somewhere, and all I can hear is something else.
0: Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, – Joe, what what, what
2: have, what have you got
0: cooking this week?
1: I found something interesting today um, I didn't know about. Maybe some of our listeners don't know about this too. But did you know that there's such a thing called gold, silver, and bronze mobile numbers?
0: They sound expensive. <laughs> Tell us, what are gold, silver, and bronze?
1: Well, apparently these are um... – <coughs> These are phone numbers that you can request from your service provider mm. and they come um, at a premium price. You're not getting them for free. Apparently, some of these numbers uh, include numbers like 0400123456 or o four double two triple two triple two, or 0413131313. These numbers um, are what is known as gold or golden type numbers they also have silver and bronze numbers as well so some people might ask well then why would you want some of these numbers well apparently it's easy for people to remember them um it's good for radio ads and for jingles when you have um jingles on uh, advertising online
2: Mm.
1: yeah Yeah. it's it's a bit like um and for people who that they're for business and for people who well, I use it for personal use. It's a bit like owning a personalised number plate. You know, it's just the, the gimmick of it all.
0: Yeah. So I just look at the prices here. Telstra uh, repeat of same number. So this will cost you four hundred dollars. Uh, the repeat of the same number. So o four one two triple nine triple nine four hundred bucks. Uh, numbers in a sequence 0412 234567, 400 bucks. Uh, two identical numbers, so four, one, two, three, four, oh, three, four, oh, four hundred bucks, and double triplets, so four, one, two, triple five, triple seven. Hmm. Well, and then uh, yeah, goes obviously goes down silver and bronze, but you look, you can pay for anything if you want to, can't you?
1: That's right. I mean, I don't know. I would be paying an extra four hundred dollars for a number, but then again, someone might might find value in that. Mm. I mean, Optus um, does it. As well, um, they they charge you uh, a once-off fee of $132 for uh, a golden number. Vodafone primarily right. has uh, two type of premium numbers. They have the gold and the silver. And the gold numbers are up $275, and the silver numbers are $55. Uh, Vodafone charges a once-off fee of $19, $19.95 to change your number to these new premium numbers. And even for those who have AMAZING, they also um, have a, um, a God number. Uh, for those who don't know, AMAZING um, is uh, run on the Optus Network and AMAZING will charge you a $30 fee plus a, um, a, a once off um, number fee change of
0: $20. Hmm, right. So I wonder what's I wonder if you can port those. Like, why wouldn't you if you wanted a, a gold number? You go to the cheapest one, Vodafone or whatever, get it, and then go, nah, I want to go to Telstra. <laughs> and then just port it
1: across. Look, I don't know. That that sounds like a, a good idea, but I don't know whether they would be in a contract saying that you can't port the number over if you've got a premium number. You'd have to actually check with them. The no, provider, I don't.
2: Know. I don't know how gold or premium it would be after it has been used. Anyway, I mean,
0: well, well, it wouldn't lose its value because it that's be the triple the the triples or the doubles or whatever
2: so you could probably resell it either. yeah i mean i picked up a, a a new belong number for my son and within the within a day i got a text message from random like text messages from random people
0: yeah but that's that's probably because someone had that number someone's old number or something in their phone yeah but yeah, but I guess like I wonder if the, if I wonder if people go around like telephone number squatting like they do domain squatting. You know, they go and buy all like you know this one like 0413131313. Like, you know, pretty easy. Well,
1: apparently, yeah, you're right there because I was on um on the Facebook marketplace and there there was somebody selling a premium number.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Look, you there's just uh there's a way to make money in everything, in there? So, yeah, so, yeah, enhanced radio ads, blah, blah, blah. You went through all that, yeah. So that's, yeah, interesting, Joe, interesting. I know you can do the same, not just with the mobiles, but also with your 1-800s and your 1-300s. I think I've seen them up to 600 bucks for, you know, like 1-800, I don't know, triple-two, triple-two or something like that. So you can do it with anything. Um, And that's why, you know, when you go in and get to the shop and you you walk out and you go, I wonder why I never get any, Phone numbers that are you know with numbers in a row, or if you sign up for the you know Skype, uh, whatever that outbound or inbound Skype service is, Skype here or Skype now, whatever you know where they attach an actual landline number to your phone, uh, to Skype the, in Skype in or something, yeah. That they you know the the the, not, the available numbers are never any numbers that are easy to remember. They're all mumbledy jumbledy numbers, but yeah, and that's why because. Uh, Telstra's taking all the good ones, and they're shooting them out for
2: gold-plated prices. Uh, Radio. Yeah, it makes you wonder why we can't just have, you know, redirect. Like you always have the same, you know, name for your phone number or number. Yep. But then you can have it. You can go and get any number, and then just have it constantly redirected. You probably could anyway if you wanted to spend the money. But. Well,
0: you get virtual numbers, and like... yeah, it's a
2: bit like uh, domain names. You know, you go and buy. A domain name, and you can always point it at any.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. Well,
2: whatever you like along
0: the way, you get those virtual one eight hundred numbers, and you can. But the problem is with those: like, you have got a virtual one eight hundred number, and you you point it to your mobile. Well, you've got to pay for that for the the transfer right. between the one eight hundred and the mobile. So you're paying twenty cents a minute. So you don't want to yeah. don't want to be doing that. Uh, all right, uh, what do you got cooking, Jordan?
2: Meatballs. Oh, as I was just saying, I, I finally got belong. Because my son's got Belong, I haven't got Belong on my phone yet, and I think I told you just last week that I was considering the answering machine service, the voicemail service, because yes. they don't have it, and I was a bit disappointed. So as soon as I gave my son his phone with his Belong number, I hooked up that voicemail service. Oh, right. As a test run on his. Works, works a treat. Yeah, right. Was so that- you install the app on your phone, and then um, you, you can – you can put in some numbers to test it with your service first before you, mm-hmm. before you buy the app or, or you buy a subscription, but then once you've got it all tested and it's all working, you install the app. So all your voicemails go directly to the app.
0: And it's uh, what, and about you can five save bucks them
2: for as long as you want
0: five bucks a month or something.
2: So it's, I think it was six, six, I think from memory, top of my head, $6 49 or 59 or something like that for a month, but it was only nine ninety nine for three months or $45 right. for 12 months.
0: Oh, right. Right. So what's that? Uh, 12 in $3.80 a month if you go for yeah. a 12
2: month plan. Yeah. Okay. Is it like, which is, is good. I mean, if you, so if you would go and get a, a belong account and you, you know, you pay your 40 bucks for your 15 gig or something, or your 30 bucks for 15 mm. gig, another $3.80 is not much. If you, if you're still paying for a big Telstra plan like me, now I'm paying 120 bucks a month. Yeah. You know, well, drop geez. it down to $43.80 or $40 mm. as much of a much. So when do you, you fall know. out of that contract? Uh, Pretty much now, I think I'm paying my last one and then I'm down to 80 bucks a month. Yeah, or Or you can cut that further. And cut that even further. So even if I get that down to 40 bucks a month for a plan and $3 for an answering machine, I'm still in front. Yeah, well, that, uh, you know, is it unlimited? And then I can share the data with my kids because I've got the same service.
0: Is it unlimited retrieval and deposit, do you know?
2: Of what? Voicemail. Yeah, well, it comes straight to the app on your phone. Right. So you've got it on your phone, it's, it's automatic, yeah. It's all that's all part of oh, it. Oh, I see.
0: So there's no no uh intermediary. it's just You app. don't have to ring one oh
2: one or whatever it is and ring up and so and so to check in this message and delete this one. It's all right. comes just into the app. Right, right. And that So you have all your instead of like I don't know if you've noticed if you've got Telsa or not, but late, lately Telsa have been sending out all my voicemail messages to my as text messages. Not right. right, as text messages, but they've been sending an MP three attachment. Oh. with a text message. Oh, Okay. Good on that. So I'm not going into my my voicemail account and deleting them now because they're all coming to the Yeah, phone. right. 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 But that kind of scenario, so you've got all of them on your phone right what's... there and you can delete them, um, reorganize them, categorize them, keep them What's whatever. the na-
0: What's the name of that? Can you remember? Name of that
2: uh service? World uh, Voicemail, something like a World Voicemail. Yeah, it's, something... it's by Norwood Systems. If you just type into the Play Store, Norwood Systems, it's, it's on um, it's on the Play Store and the Apple Store, I believe as well. Yeah,
0: okay. I was gonna, yeah, was interesting to see if it was on the Apple. There it is, Norwood.
2: Norwood mm-hmm. Systems. There you go. It's called World Voicemail, I think. Yeah, World Voicemail. So there you go. Norwood systems. Yeah, so, and it just puts an you So you install the app on your phone, and all your messages come straight to your phone. Yeah,
0: which is seen.
2: really great because you can go back and listen to them, or fast forward them, and reverse them, or delete them, or keep them.
0: Well, I'll tell you where messages won't be going for too much longer, and that is to the Google Plus, because uh, Google have killed it off. Remember, they got old Google Plus, that sort of started off, and Google wanted everyone using it, and uh, it's dead. The Google so apparently it died because there was a data it was a Google leak. Google Plus, it. yeah, uh, it was like a Facebook
2: uh, competitor. Oh yeah, Google Plus and the Hangouts wasn't the Hangouts part of that or?
0: Yeah, yeah, but I think Hangouts are still existing. Uh, yeah. But the Google, the Facebooky type style sort of posting business of Google Plus, like I had one, I haven't even bothered with it for ages. Like you know, as far as long as it died twenty years ago. Um, so yeah, Google, there's a data leak was found as part of a project Strobe, which is a root and branch review of what data developers could access from Google accounts and Android devices. So um, look, I'll make that little picture there a bit bigger for you. Is, the people on the uh, YouTube. Oh, thank you for zooming that in. I couldn't see it. Uh, The bug meant that apps... I could. (laughs) The bug meant that apps also had access to profile fields that were shared with the user but not marked as public. Google has now decided that the incident shows Google Plus APIs and assorted controls are too challenging to develop and maintain, so it will close the Google Plus over a 10-month period. So it mustn't be too
2: bad,
0: and <laughs> it's, just, um, it's uh, gradually cut it down, uh, but it's not doing it. Yeah, solely for the concern out of privacy. Obviously, uh, they admitted that the network is not a success. The consumer version of Google Plus currently has low usage and engagement. Ninety percent of Google Plus user sessions are less than five seconds.
2: There's so, just sorry. really, um, there's just really no point. Is there with other social media platforms trying to compete with Facebook? It's just
0: no, that's right. I think the only chink in the Facebook armor. I think if they kept going down uh, the path of you know that you know how they were getting a lot of heat for their political, apparently you know mm. stymying certain political things. Uh, like if that if that was borne out to be true, I think they could probably lose a bit of momentum there. Uh, it wouldn't take much for say someone else to to fill the gap. But um, but they're massive. You can't you can't beat them. You can't beat them. Pl- plenty of times. I tries. always
2: say it. Once you've got such a big company like that that's already established, you know, there's just. Mm. I mean, look at Google. I mean, Google is huge, and, and it still can't get a a, a social media platform up yeah. to run against Facebook. It's no, that's right. So I mean, so what chances has anybody else really got?
1: Uh, never say never. Uh, never say never, Jordan. Remember we talked about this before. Yep. Remember what happened to Microsoft? Yep, <laughs> and MySpace. Yep, yeah, so MySpace. Never say never. It could happen to Google.
0: Yeah, you just need. Well, well, I, I guess with Facebook, you could say it probably is happening actually, because like you know, you talk to the kids; they're not using Facebook, so no, they're using Instagram, but yeah. Facebook own it. <laughs> Yeah, but describe. if you yeah. but if you if you stick with but Instagram will go the same thing like that the, the, the fads will just move along so you know because the Facebook you ask a, a kid today you are you on Facebook and only old fagies are on Facebook you know so as the old fagies die off well so will Facebook I guess
2: but, uh, but you, go, you, you well, it's go- like I say about the the music services you know it's it's the same with Spotify I think Spotify's in front YouTube YouTube's in front.
0: You yeah, know? yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yes, yes. It's um, like
2: these. There's all these different top ones that are all there, mm. and there's not really much chance of knocking them off the perch. The
0: only good thing about is YouTube Music. Is that just audio, or does it pump through the video as well, or is it just an audio service? I, I don't know. Really, I haven't looked at
1: it. No, I don't um, I haven't I've either. Got Spotify. <laughs> YouTube Music is just music only.
0: Right, right. Although I won't subscribe to it because I'm with Spotify. If it was videos, I might have. Be good to see it's, the videos you, with your songs. When you,
1: when you when you subscribe to YouTube Premium, mm. you get both.
2: Right. Spotify doesn't have videos.
1: That's uh, right. So it doesn't, they it doesn't have the it doesn't have Spotify doesn't have the equivalent of uh, what YouTube has, which is the video clips. Mm. But
2: Spotify probably wouldn't even bother because they know that they're not on the top of the perch for that.
0: Well, I was I was listening to Spotify the other day, and the video came up down near the album cover. I thought, oh, what's because it caught me out the side of my eye. I went, what's going on down there? But you know, then the next song, it wasn't. So it's obviously not a a, a done thing. But um, can you can you watch uh, Spotify on the the Google Home Hub, Joe?
1: Um, You can. When when I say you can, you can tell the Google Home to play Spotify songs over the Google Hub. Yeah.
0: Nice, nice, and you got some news on the Google Hub too.
1: I do. The new Google Hub now has a screen, and I'm excited about it because um, it's a competitor to the Amazon Echo Show for those that um, know it. It's um, it's got a seven-inch screen, and works with Android, iOS, Mac, Windows, and Chromebook.
0: How good's that?
1: Yeah, it, the size of it it's about one hundred and eighteen by sixty-seven by one hundred seventy-nine. Um, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, you know the- it comes. Comes in four colours, the standard, you know, Google Home colours, which are this sand, aqua, chalk, and charcoal.
0: Do you know what I'm, I looked at these photos of the this Google Home Hub right now, and it's just like a. Do you know what what instantly came to my mind? It would. My, I thought, wouldn't it be good? We'll get. Where's the picture? Uh, we'll get back to that first picture. Wouldn't it be good? Like, why wouldn't it be made? and you might even tell me it is like this, but why would it be made that that thing on, that is actually a tablet that can be removed from the speaker? So if you wanted to use it as a tablet, you just pick it up and go. That would be cool, but I think it's attached to the speaker.
1: Um, yeah, good point. I don't know. They they probably could at some point. Um, just make a, um, like a, a slot that you can slot it in. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you can be able to walk away with it. But that means that while you've got that in your hand and somebody else wants to use the the, um, the Google home, that means nobody else can use it so if you True. if you walk away with it and you're looking at news or whatever else, and then somebody else wants to come along and and uh, say um, you, you want to go into the kitchen and you want to do a recipe because this thing here will actually show a recipe on on the the google home um, the hub it, then it'll um, you won't be able to do that mm. Yeah, well, true. True, I get that. But it looks pretty good, doesn't it? It does. This this Google Home here is a lot smaller than the Amazon Echo. Um, It has uh, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth built into it, of course. It has the uh, the Google Assistant. And it's a fair bit cheaper as well. How much? Um, This particular one goes for $150. Is that US or Aussie? Yeah, I'd say that's US, but it also comes with a six months um, premium su- subscription when you buy it. So you get the YouTube access, which shows you all the you know the video clips as you're watching the song, uh, watching the songs being played. Right,
0: right. Yeah,
1: yeah, you get all the album art come up on on the screen, like as if you would. Um,
0: there we go. It's uh, Harvey Norman. Probably get better than that. Two hundred nineteen
2: pre-order.
1: Well, there you go. Does
2: so it do the, the- does it? Does the Google Home that do the the new thing that the the Google Pixel Three or whatever it is doing? What's it called? Um. Uh, what's it called? Maybe I can get the name. Is it. Um. Does something? You know where she where <laughs> she calls up and rings up for you.
1: Uh, not here in Australia, but in America, yes, that's something feature that they're actually adding on. They can talk to business. They can say, "Ring in so and so business." Let's say I will ring Pizza Hut in so and so place, and uh, it'll do that. And it has Pizza Hut on the other end, for example, already set up to be able to take your order, um, and then it just goes through that way. So you're looking okay. at, so you're looking here. I've just
0: so back on the Harvey Norman page. So you got the Google Home, which we all know and love, 199, or for an extra 20 bucks. You get the hub with the screen, like, geez, is, would there be that much difference in sound quality between the home and the hub, or would does the what does the home do that the hub won't
2: do? Because you be know but the Google Home's got good ratings, <laughs> and the other one's got none. Well, it's not out yet. That's, oh. it doesn't come out that hub. Well, that, does, w- that would make sense.
0: <laughs> hub doesn't have to come out till October twenty third. You'd be worried. Can you can you
1: rate it? Oh, look, I'd say no, I'd say that upgraded. it um, it would be pretty good, um, if not just as just as good as the actual Google Home itself. Yeah, um
0: I might have to think about that for a Christmas present for me. Well, you
1: know what? the The thing I like about this particular Google Home Hub is that it doesn't have a built-in camera, so therefore you don't have to worry about someone, you know, spying in on you as you're, you know, like turning on your camera mm. and spying on you. Mm. But the bad thing about that as well is that you can't do video calling
0: either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's give and take, isn't it? I reckon it, you probably could, It probably should have had a camera. Maybe the next version will. You can always. Why, why don't they come up with like a little, you know, shade, a camera shade, so it's like a little blind that you just pull yeah, down? Yeah, the new over.
1: Amazon Echo, or the new Amazon with the new. Yeah, the new Amazon with the screen has that feature. Oh, all right. Actually, that's something I'll talk about in my next topic after. Um, Facebook is coming out with one of these, but uh, I'll leave that for later to talk about.
0: All right. Okay. Um,
1: so have you got any more to tell us about this hub? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you have one of these uh, hubs at home, you can actually use it to um, to look at your Nest doorbell. So if you have a, a Google Nest doorbell, uh, when the doorbell goes off or when someone goes to push the doorbell, it displays the person's picture. Who's at
0: nice. the door? Nice. Now I know uh, I know I'm asking. I'll ask these questions, John. Look, I, I don't blame you if you don't know the answer. But can you then say Chromecast your doorbell to your TV through the hub?
1: I think you can. I haven't actually done it myself, but I can send from my from my phone directly to my Chromecast to the uh, TV. Right. Uh, I think right. it'll be just a matter of
0: setting it up. Yeah. Okay. So the hub will interact with the Chromecast uh,
2: and you could just put some pictures on it or whatever. Is it? Then you need to Chromecast back from your couch back to the door. So when there's a telemarketer there or like a <laughs> door knocker sales rep there, you can go, get off it, leave. Isn't
1: well, it? Well, that's right. Because this thing here. It, it's like, not two it, way, is it? It is. I'd say it would be because um, if you have the Google Nest, uh, which is like a wireless doorbell with a camera built into it, um, when someone approaches the door, um, it's got like a motion detector that allows it to um, indicate to you that someone's approaching the door, and uh, that will then go ahead and, and display on the on the Google Home Hub, and if if you have set up a uh, facial recognition, which I believe some of these new ones with the Google Nest, you, you can you can set up facial recognition. It'll say something like, "Hey, by the way, so and so is at the door."
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's um, uh, You know, is it a touchscreen?
1: Yes, it is. Nice, nice. Oh, and,
0: then,
1: and 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 as you showed in the picture there before, you can use it as a clock. Um, you know, you can use it for um, smoke alarms. You can connect smoke alarms to it. Um, you could control all your smart appliances via this particular screen. It's just like using the the home app on your actual phone, but rather than using it on your phone, you use it there. Mm. And, and at the same time, you can actually command it via voice.
0: Yeah,
2: right.
1: That's pretty cool. That's
2: good. Um, yeah. Well, I was thinking the other day how great it would be to have a a business that you could hire someone that would – take all your phone calls like a secretary or something that could decipher if it was a spam call and then go, we don't want to talk to you. So we're not putting you through to, you know, to Jordan cause he's too busy to deal with you selling him solar powered systems for his roof. <laughs> um, I thought that'd be a great business. And then, and today when I was reading the, the Google news about what I was saying before about how the, um, the assistant can ring up and make restaurant, kind of bookings and stuff like that there's a new feature in uh, pixel 3 because it has this that it can actually take the phone calls on your phone and screen them talk to the person at the other <laughs> side work out if it's a spam call and decide whether it wants to allow you to take your call right and be- before it even say rings the actual device yeah i was going to read the article to you but you're Kind of while you're on the Google topic, but that's pretty much a summary of what it was. It was like, and they're putting those, they're putting those features through to the older Google Pixel ones and Pixel twos. We're all getting those features as well with the new assistant features.
1: Well, you can actually do something similar to what you're talking about there, Jordan. They have what they call virtual assistant, so therefore, a virtual assistant can be anywhere, it can be here in Australia, it can be overseas, and you can redirect all your calls to that virtual assistant who will then. Uh, answer your calls for you. At a, um, I'm not sure whether it's a monthly fee or a weekly fee. Or I'm not yeah, sure. but
2: Google, the, the Google assistant. I was looking for the name of it before the new one, or the new part of this Google assistant that's come out in the Pixel Three.
1: Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. I've heard that too.
2: I was looking for it. It was like, wish I could have. I should have kept looking.
0: So, do you reckon that'll get pushed to the Xiaomi? Yeah. <laughs> it gets better and better doesn't oh, it No, that oh. was
2: it was well if I had if I could find the right headline maybe I don't have it here well you can have a look for that oh, here here it is here yeah. it is I had it here it is here it is there we've got the night site duplex call screen you know those annoying additional phone calls you get from time to time well your pixel phone will soon be able to take those calls for you and let you know if that random number is from someone important or just another spam call. Mm. The duplex call screen is driven by Google Assistant, which will be able to answer an incoming call, check if it's worth your time, and then let you know if you should answer or even hang up if it recognises the telemarketers or similar time wasters.
0: But do you want to know the bad news? It's not available in Australia. (laughs) No, they're saying it's not
2: here yet. It's just on the Google Pixel 3, but they're saying that it's coming to the pixel one, pixel two, but they don't know it depends on your area and how long it'll take before mm. we get those features But otherwise you, pixel you three. You can
1: actually get a, an app on the Android that does that for you as well. That would allow you to, that will take incoming calls. They will look at to see what numbers are coming through and people who have been spammed before by these telemarketers can upload the number that's come through onto their database and update the database. And then, then that goes out for everybody else, so that when any number comes through, it can be marked as a spam number. Mm. So that's 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 something you can actually do now here in Australia with an app.
0: Well, my, my charmie does it, I think, generically, it comes up with some sometimes after some numbers, and it says, "Did you recognise this number? Do you want to mark it as
2: spam?" Oh yeah, there's and, that. That's the the Android one. that's yeah. built in. You can choose to block. I iPhone does the same thing.
0: Yeah, um, it's funny.
2: I was reading that article, and they said. At the bottom of it it said something about how you know how the assistant can ring up and make your reservations and stuff like that that they've now had to put a disclaimer they've been forced to put something in this virtual assistant thing that says i am not a real person i am just a virtual assistant oh my god please be aware when you're talking to me that i'm not the real thing because people are being so convinced that these assistants are almost real. the ai is so good and how yeah, does how does it's that believable, you know?
0: How does how does that upset you? If you go, Don't I was talking
2: to a machine? Or do people just go, Oh
0: I'm talking to a machine? I'm gonna kill myself.
2: Anyway. Yeah, it says here <laughs> the AI voice apparently sounds and responds believably enough that Google was forced to include a disclaimer so people will know that they are speaking to Google Assistant and not a human.
0: Hmm. Okay, I guess it's all right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, weak- so Google's pr- getting pretty good with their assistant and their their homes and stuff like that. Google Home and all that. They're really they're really kind of leading the way, aren't they? Weak passwords are going to be banned in California
0: <laughs> from twenty twenty. You've heard it here first, uh, but it's not as not as generically uh, generic and uh, as as stupid as it sounds. Uh, default passwords such as admin and password will be illegal. For electronic firms to use in california from 2020 the state has passed a law that sets high security standards for net connected devices made or sold in the region how's that made or sold so uh yeah so that means pretty much that everyone's gonna have to do it it's a good way of making the whole world a jump isn't it just uh just ban california from uh selling your device and you, you know you're gonna change your ways uh, it, it demands that each gadget be given a new, unique password when it is made. And uh, that's, the, that's the guts of that story. So there you go. Uh, so Silicon Valley, that's in uh, California. Well, but is that your password, Glenn? Oh, don't, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so passwords like, you know, your router, you know, like uh, who hasn't been to someone's place or some restaurant or some hotel and typed in admin, admin. Into the route and let's see if they can access the router and have a bit of fun with,
1: you know. Yeah, you works. think they'd be
0: more smart about that now, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think the the law that's coming out is also to try and arrest all these devices that have come out with hard coded, uh, uh hard coded passwords like admin admin. You can't
2: change them, you know, and that's a uh, a lot yeah, of yeah. But you can't access if you're you know if you're outside if you're on the other side of that firewall you can't get into the router anyway to even put the password in, you know, like. But if you can get into inside the network, but like this, not just... you've got to have the Wi-Fi password to be on the network before you can access it. And the biggest mistake is when people in restaurants and things like that do that. They go, oh, here's our guest Wi-Fi," mm. and then you know you log on to it, and then you can get in and change their password on their um on their modem. And like, oh, now my wi is not working. <laughs> but I think like, but I'm talking more about like those devices,
0: like the baby cameras and stuff. You know, they got there's no password option. The password is just hard coded into the The code and the chips and everything, and then if the hacker can get into the network, then they can get into the camera, and they know the password because it's hard coded. You've
2: got to get into the network first, though. That's the well. That is
0: true. That that's the trick. That is that's the challenge. But there's plenty out there that can, and uh, and they do. Like well, even Wi-Fi. If you've got an open Wi-Fi, like you know, at your place, if I sat out the front of your place and you had an open Wi-Fi,
2: I'd get into your Wi-Fi network. Yeah, that's right. And then... My mate did that. I remember when he, I went around to his place one day and he had an open Wi-Fi at his house. You shut I'm him like, down? Why don't you a password on your Wi-Fi? He goes, oh, you don't need a password, do you? What's that for? <laughs> <laughs> I said, so, that you know, your neighbours don't use up all your, your gig limit. <laughs> was it you telling
0: me about, who was telling me about mail bait? Just to get off the subject. Someone telling me about that? Have you heard of that?
2: As in email bait?
0: yeah. Not mail bait. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's what it's called. Go and have a look at that mail bait. Google that one and have a look. M um, a i l or m a l e. Yeah, m a i l. If you don't like someone, you can just continuously send spam to their box until until everything falls over. Let's <laughs> so have a Look at that one. <laughs> don't anyone ever put my email address into it. You didn't hear it from me. Uh, all right, uh, Joe. What's your What's your You love Facebook. What's your Facebook love story this week?
1: Well, this week apparently Facebook is releasing what's called the Facebook Portal. Oh, um, Facebook Portal is what is uh, a video communication device, pretty much like the Google Home Hub. Apparently, they've got two different devices at the moment one's uh, the Facebook Portal, and the other one's called the Facebook Portal Plus. Nice. They each have different size screens and are designed slightly differently, but they both offer the focus on video chatting and meant to make it feel like as if you're in the same room with the person on the other end of the call.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so here's another one with a smart assistant coming through. We heard that Facebook was going to do it, but now they've come through and and done it with this particular device called the Portal. Uh, Is that... that... So um, the Portal is is, uh, pretty much in the same style as the Amazon Echo Show. It has a 10-inch screen um, and a 12-megapixel front camera and 140 degree uh, field of view. It has four mics uh, that pick up your voices. Um, and while it's also got stereo speakers, probably around about 10 watts in output. Really? The larger one, the Portal Plus, as they call it, is a 15.6 inch uh, display, 1080p display. And that can be swiveled to a portrait or a landscape position. It also has a 12-megapixel front-facing camera and a 4-mic array. Although its speaker output in this one, is because it's a bigger one, is 20 watts. So, therefore, it's got two tweeters and a single 4-inch base unit. Mm. Yeah, so they both come with dual-band Wi-Fi, 2.4 and 5, and it has Bluetooth uh, 4.2 connectivity.
2: How many devices have you seen Facebook come up with over the years that have never really
1: um mate I, I don't know but I, this one here and i don't like saying this this one here seems to be better than the google home oh, no the only problem is that it's running um well I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you a bit more about it now what's interesting about this particular one is that it's got a feature it's has it's got a feature in it called ai powered smart camera and smart sound um Built in. So, therefore, what it does is it, it, uh, it's got artificial intelli- intelligence powered uh, camera and sound, and it does it follows you around the room automatically. It pans and zooms wow. and also minimizes the background noise. So, it, it's enhancing the voice of whoever is calling you. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Facebook said it's like having your own cinema graf- cine- cinematographic uh, and sound crew following you around. <laughs> and directing your personal calls.
0: Google would be spewing they didn't put a camera in now.
1: Well, hmm. yeah, look, I, I sort of get it. There's a lot of issues with privacy and people are worried about how oh, they can turn on the camera whenever they want and so forth. Read but, your uh, text messages. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, this is something that Facebook is, is really uh, focused on because it says that um, has support for Alexa and voice commands out of the box. Um, like you would, like a normal Alexa device, you can start a video call by saying, "Hey Portal," right? Really, "Hey Portal," hey, rather than saying "Hey Google" or Alexa. Yeah. You can actually say, "Hey Portal," and then say the name of who you like to call. And because the Portal has uh, a built-in Amazon Alexa in it, it'll um, it, um, it'll it'll start to call that person that you've asked. It also has um, the ability to check weather, control smart home devices. Order groceries and all the things that you can do with a normal
0: Alexa. I'd like to see a. Uh, I'd like to see a one of these assistants come out like with a, some uh, I don't know a name like not Portal or Siri something good like uh, you know like um, hey Bigglety Biggle. You know, lock like off grey paper. <laughs> hey, biggity biggle. Yeah, something like grey paper or something. You know, hey, grey paper. <laughs>
1: grey, grey, yeah. grey, grey,
0: grey, uh, So now, look, Facebook uh, actually
2: comes with a promise. They promise. The promise comes with these devices. You'd have a funny day, wouldn't you, listening to everybody talk to their to their assistants with the weird names? Could you imagine? Yes. Yeah, could you imagine?
0: Uh, like you were able to change the name, like do a do your own custom name, and you know, like you go down the street and how many weird ringtones you get. Mean you get people talking to be going, you know. Hey, great, great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dark. What's up, dark? And all this sort of stuff. Um. But anyway, the pro- Facebook promise celebrity names. They'd be. Yeah, Facebook promise is that it won't listen to, view, or keep the contents of your portal video calls, and that video calls are encrypted. The smart camera and smart sound AI technology runs locally on Portal, not on the Facebook server. Did that's, you say they promised it? That's right. Well, it that's what
2: they yeah. say there. They say they yeah. promised oh, it. Oh, you got to believe him then. Well, that's right. They promised it. Yeah, you know, right. promise is a promise. Exactly. I was taught when I was growing up that you don't promise anything unless you mean it. No, when you buy them... You you gotta shake little pinkies. With yeah, the, little pinky yeah. finger shake and that's, everything, yeah. And right. then the promise is if in it's a promise you you're fine. You can you can yeah. buy one if they promise it, it's all right.
0: That's right. And it'll cost you US one ninety nine for the portal. Uh, and the portal plus will cost three forty nine. Uh in the US. Apparently you
2: can save a hundred bucks if you buy two devices. And the Facebook the Facebook phone and the Facebook VR and the Facebook all those other devices they've made over the years are all cheap. You can
1: they throw them in for free. Right. Yeah. Well, there's apparently supposed to be a, a, a Facebook watch coming out too soon. Jordan. Yeah.
2: That's what I mean. They keep releasing all these devices, but they seem to only have a social network. Yeah, there's the Facebook portal page.
0: The portal page.
1: I, I must admit, though, when you look at this thing, you think, you know, like, wow, this seems to be streets ahead of the actual Google Home, doesn't it? But there you go. That's the portal page, Joe. And it's got Alexa built in. That's right. It's got Alexa built in. So it's direct competitor to Google.
0: Yeah. Oh, there, there he is. Oh, what's he doing? Cutting up some tea. Good on him. Oh, he's on the portal.
1: There he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Um, what's his name? Great grip. grip, Great. Great, babe. Grip, great. Great, great. great, babe. <laughs> now he's... I uh, can't even say it myself now. Just a, couple of, just a
1: couple more things this thing's got, just so that people know. It's got a, um, a little lens cover on it so that it can stop people from um, spying on you. So you can actually close the little lens cover. And it's also got a 12 digit passcode um, or you can use a a four digit to eight uh, to 12 digit passcode to unlock the screen. So if you want to lock it up so no one else can actually go there and touch it and and use it, you can actually do that as well. Yeah, good. Which I reckon is a pretty good feature as well. Like I said, I'm pretty impressed.
2: Yeah, look, it looks good, doesn't it? It does
1: look. It's good. It's really
2: at the end of the day, it's it's really much of a muchness, isn't it? Google and Facebook and Microsoft yeah. and Apple and all these big businesses that say they're promised oh look, the end the, the be all and end all of security, and every one of them at some point or another has had a problem. So really, you just got to
0: you know just gotta go it, with
2: the flow, don't you?
0: If, I think if you if you're going to jump in and buy one of these devices, you've just got to have in the back of your mind that you're okay if there's some sort of privacy breach. You know, and going back down to you don't put stuff on there that you don't want your mother to see or whatever. That's right. So, you know, that's how you do it. Exactly. You just don't put on there what you don't want people to know. Yeah. Right, well, let's finish up. Has anyone else got anything else? Well, that's about it. Jeez, we whizzed through that, didn't we?
2: Um, uh, well, there was a a, a a thing that you might like. I thought you might help me out with this article, um, Glenn, mm-hmm. because it says watch the kangaroos and the kiwis in Fortnite battle. Oh, right. Is that like the, the rugby league or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. So oh. the best esports players from the Kangaroos and the Kiwis are set to face off in a fortnight battle today oh. in Auckland. Oh, right. So they're playing teams. I get what's going on. Yeah, right. And yeah. what is the first of rugby league? What is the first for rugby league, I should say? <laughs> I the likes of, is it Daly, Cherry Evans? Oh, him, Turncope. Yeah, <laughs> be, boo boo. I thought this article would be better for you. I've no idea what I'm even talking about. Um, and tr- is it Trobojevic, Trojevic, Trojevic? Yeah. Damien Cook. Yeah. And Dan Gaggy, Gagay or Gay, Gaggy or something. Gay guy. Hey, Gay That's it. See, yeah. you know I'm all off about. You should be reading this article. They'll face off in a rotating two versus two game amongst a game mode against Kenny Bromwich. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Huku.
0: Oh, you don't have fun like this in the AFL, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> no. So
2: next week, the Kangaroos and Tonga will square off in their very own Fortnite battle ahead of their test at Mount Smart Stadium. Good. Uh, how
0: can you watch it? Is it on YouTube or post? Do you want me to just... I'll just no, post it you matter. this link yeah, in Facebook, eh? Hey?
2: That's the easiest, and then you can kind of get the, the gist of it. Where now, are we? My la- Facebook?
0: Hey, I was going to say, thanks. My last little go for this week... Is oh, look, I searched I searched for interesting Aussie stories this week, and I did find one. That's what my go-to when when I'm really really desperate. It's a story about the M B N. So M B N is hoping to speed up building works on the fibre to the curb portion of the network. It's trying to make up lost ground. Remember last earlier this year. That's right, earlier this year, the uh, the fibre to the curb was the rollout or the connections were cut because there was issues. I, I was in that cut. I got the letter saying that NBN was coming, whoopee-doo, and then crickets, and then nothing. So now I'm slated for January to March next year. It's getting close. Uh, so the, the NBN is under pressure to deliver as it's missed the financial year ready-for-service target. Uh, based wow. on the, the most recent corporate plan, NBN hopes to make 500,000 fibre-to-the-curb premises ready-for-service this year for a total of 700,000. So uh, they're getting there.
2: You'd be in trouble if you wanted to sell your house, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, Mbn still expects to have 1.4 million FTTC premises ready for service by the end of 2020. That's a long way away, isn't it? Really?
2: I've had real estate friends of mine who have said that one of the first questions people ask when they're buying a house is, does it have Mbn?" I wasn't buying this house if it didn't have cable. No. I'd go somewhere else. So if you wanted to sell your house about me, you'd be like, oh, yeah, when do you get an MBN? Oh, yeah, not till 2020. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like giving people... you 50 grand less. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. I'd have to really think about it. Um, but that was one of the first questions. I knew the place would have uh, cable anyway, because the cable's in, the old, in, in all the old areas of the Gold Coast, uh, oh, yeah. and I just knew that uh, it was going to be here, so I wasn't too worried.
2: Uh, all right, cool. Anything else, boys? Anything? I posted that story to you on, um, so you can post it, the link or whatever. All right,
0: cool. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, hmm. So, speaking of, you can get every or well, most stories that we talk about tonight uh, in the show notes, aussietechheads.com.au forward slash show notes. Oh, no, it's not. It's forward slash podcast. <laughs> then LinkedIn, I'll do that one again. Uh, aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast. And then link off to the show notes. Um, what else is there? That's it. You want to email us, Jordan, Joe, or Glenn at OzzyTechheads.com.au. You can get Joe at his webpage, Joe
1: mancom I think. Is that right, Joe? Yep.
2: Yeah, that's cool. right. JoetheGadgetsman.com. Oh, it, is, it, is got, it has
0: got an S on it. Oh so it the, has, yes. I've got to get used to that. The, the webpage is the yes, okay, Joe the Gadgets Man How are you going with your YouTube subscriptions?
1: Uh it hasn't hasn't um, got so much at the moment.
0: Can everyone just go to Joe's
1: YouTube channel
0: and subscribe to his YouTube, please? <laughs> and that'd be really good. You, you
2: the hundred the, the subscriber hundreds, hundreds hundreds, I can't even <laughs> say that hundred subscriber <coughs> win surprise, don't they, Glenn?
0: Yeah, I um I'll give him a clap on the on the show. <laughs> uh so go and do that and
2: uh yeah. You get I'll... a date with Glenn. Oh yeah. If they if you, pay, you go. If you pay. A beer with Glenn for yeah. hundred subscriber, but you got to fly <laughs> to Queensland to do it.
0: That's right. And I'll um I'll I'll make sure I bring good conversation. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll wear me best shoes. Okay. And you will buy the beer. Oh, I didn't, wouldn't go that far. Oh, you go that far? <laughs> okay, geez, come on, turn it up! <laughs> all right, uh, cool. I think that's it. Are we all done? Yep, yep. Cool. Well, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're on the YouTube, don't forget we do go out uh, Facebook live on a Thursday night. It is around around about 6:30 New South or just New 6:30 daylight saving time or 5:30 in Queensland. How early is that going? That's great. Oh, it's mm. About seven by the time we get there, isn't it? Something like that. But you, uh, if you if you like the page, uh, you will get a, a notification in your Facebook inbox, whatever the hell it is, and you'll get a notification to come and join us, sit in and ask questions. Speaking of which, any questions? Are we any
2: acknowledgements in the Facebook live? Alan wanted to know how much in Aussie for, uh, I think the Facebook uh, oh, well, it's portal.
0: Not, yeah, it's not a, it's not slated for us out here yet, as far as this, this is, I can see. So I guess the best you can do is what is it, 199 is probably about 300, and 399 is probably about 450. dollars oh, no, 550, something like that. It's pretty expensive.
2: And uh, and Ray. Said he wishes that there was a generic spam identifier for iOS. I think yeah. there is a block feature in iOS. I'm pretty sure there is. When you find the number, you just do a you click on the more information button or something. I don't have an iPhone, but I remember doing it on someone's, and then you can go down and mark it as spam or block it mm. and report it.
0: Right. Yeah, report them all. Just, uh, just yeah. If you yeah, I know. Sometimes, they are. They're crazy. You get. I get. I get a few calls. Probably.
2: One a day. Otherwise, no the best there. thing I would recommend is, um, what's it called? Um, uh, the do not call register. You just type it into Google. I can't remember the address. Do not call register. It's a government uh, government site. Mm. And you put your number in and your email in and they block it. I've done it for my home phone and my mobile. And, and the moment I did it, within a couple of weeks, I reckon my spam calls almost nearly to nothing. No
0: jurisdiction over Nigeria, though. That's the only
2: bad thing. No, it's only Australian. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's better than better than nothing. But it's better than nothing. Better. You get a few odd ones here and there. When they ring you up, there's a bit of a delay, so you just hang up on them before then, before they speak to you. Better but than the Australian ones, at least it cans those out. So
0: Better than a poke in the eye of the burnt stick. So. That's right. So get on Do Not Call Register. <laughs> Good stuff. That should be their tagline. All right. We better get out of here. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Joe. Good to see you again. Thanks for all your Google Home, Google Pod, and all that sort of stuff. No Info worries, Steve, man. excellent. Thanks, thanks yeah. Jordan. Jordan. Uh, thanks for coming in, and we'll all see you next week for yet another episode as we get closer to Christmas of Aussie Tech Heads. Bye for now. Bye
2: bye. See ya.